Jimmy Hawkfan here with a recap of the Iowa Hawkeyes Penn State Nittany Lions game on Saturday at Beaver Stadium. The Hawkeyes playing on the road and come out with a 41 to 21 victory. 20 point victory. And I I had picked the Hawkeyes in this game 24 to 21 and I got Penn State's number right. But I'm I'm selling the Hawkeyes short on the offensive end, I guess, and I'm I'm getting sold on this offense. That running game especially has been really special the last few games. So the Penn State Nittany Lions dropped to 0-5 for the first time in history, for team history. And they were a top 10 team going into the season. So that's just really unusual. They're a blue blue blood program. And the Hawkeyes moved to 3-2 after starting the season to 0-2 with three really impressive victories and outscoring their opponent by huge margins in the last three games. I'm going to walk through the scoring recap a little bit here just to go back through how the game unfolded. started with a field goal by Keith Duncan, 40-yarder. And then Penn State did have a bit of a sustained drive uh, down the field. They were running with the quarterback a lot. Will Levis, who had been the backup quarterback, but started in this game. Um, so at the end of the first quarter, Penn State led 7-3, to three, but that didn't last too long. Tyler Goodson had a 10-yard touchdown run, and it's one of those runs we're getting used to seeing with T. Good, where he just made a move on a guy and just completely juked him and then ran for the pylon for the touchdown. He's so good at making guys miss. And then Makai Sargent with two one-yard runs, also in the second quarter. Uh, the last one with only, I think, 11 seconds left in the half. So the Hawkeyes had a big lead at halftime, 24-7. And then in the third quarter, the Hawkeyes struck first there, Spencer Petras with a three-yard run. And it was just a, a quarterback sneak, you know, trying to get a yard, but... Just kept going, and Tyler Linderbaum and those guards really made the push and got him in the end zone. Uh, some people are starting to call the Hawkeyes uh, quarterback sneak you, and it's funny, but it, you can see why as many yards as they get and how easy those quarterback sneaks look for the Hawkeyes. Well, then things started getting a little bit interesting. The Hawkeyes turned it over. Petrus fumbled, and... First play of the game for Sean Clifford. They brought the uh, quarterback in who had started the first four games of the year. And Clifford's first pass is a 28-yard touchdown to the tight end. And the Hawkeyes give it back to Penn State a little bit later in the quarter. And wouldn't you know it, within about four minutes, Penn State has two touchdowns. And this one was another pass. It was Clifford's second pass of the game. 68-yard bomb to Jahan Dotson, their really talented wide receiver. And now, instead of being up 24, it's a 10-point game. So it's starting to get a little bit interesting. And then the fourth quarter, another field goal from Keith Duncan. The defense is doing their job. 24-yard uh, field goal, though, makes it a 13-point game. And then... Davian Nixon seals the deal with a 71-yard interception return. And it was just such an entertaining play you know, to see a defensive 
tackle, go up in the air, grab the ball, take off, completely juke the quarterback who's trying to tackle him, and he raised the ball up over his head and made a little stutter step and uh, uh, went all the way 71 yards for a touchdown. And we were jumping up and down, screaming, and I'm sure Hawkeye fans everywhere were really enjoying that play. So that was the ball game. The Hawkeyes win it by 20 points, 41-21. And impressive thing for the Hawkeyes here, very balanced offense. 100 and, uh, what is it, 186 yards passing, 175 yards rushing. And the rushing was actually a little bit more than that, or would have been, but Petrus got sacked a few times in this game. So that kind of took those numbers down a little bit, but really effective running the ball, and that offensive line continues to open up big holes. So Petrus had what I would say was his best game of the year. He was 18 of 28, about 64%, and no interceptions. He had one pass that really should have been picked off that Penn State dropped. Uh, but he, he was really hitting some tighter windows in this game, and he made some nice passes. He had a couple of that I'm sure he would have, you know, he'll watch the film and, and know he should have made those passes. But overall, 18 of 28 was, was pretty good. And then Penn State had the two-headed monster there with Levis starting and Clifford. Clifford had the two touchdowns. And, and But really, these guys were running the ball a lot. And I don't know. I If you look at the, the running game, the Hawkeyes with Sargent, Sarge had 15 carries for 101 yards, two touchdowns. T. Good, 20 attempts, 78 yards, and a touchdown. Ivory Kelly Martin even had a few carries, so that was good to see. But the rushing leaders for Penn State were Will Levis, the quarterback that started the game, had 34 yards on 15 carries, and then Sean Clifford was next with six carries for 13 yards. So not even a running back listed there in the top two. So something's not clicking for Penn State in the running game. I don't need to get into a whole lot of stats on, on receiving, just that Spencer Petrus really did spread it around a lot. Nico Regani led with four catches for 46 yards, but several guys had, a couple guys had three catches, a few guys had two, and, and Goodson and Potabom out of the backfield each had a catch. And then Penn State, you know, when you look at, their receiving team. It's really that Jahan Dotson. He had eight catches, 139 yards, and that long touchdown. I think we're going to be seeing him on, on Sundays in the near future. So, great running game for the Hawkeyes. Great balance on offense. Uh, Spencer Petras continues to grow. He seems to be getting better and better. And you know, there's only a few games left in this season, but hopefully that just continues and by the end of the season, we're going to have a pretty confident quarterback back there making plays. And he's really being helped out by the efficient running game, and hopefully that will continue. On the defensive side of the ball, Nick Neiman had 17 tackles in this game. That's really impressive. 17 tackles. Seth Benson had eight. Uh, Riley Moss and Jack Campbell with seven. And then Davion Nixon, Kerner, uh, Hankins each had, had five tackles. So... But the, the main thing to talk about on this defense is they held Penn State to 1.8 yards per carry. That's just incredible. 
Uh, Iowa rushed for 3.8 yards per carry. Penn State, 1.8. The defense just keeps getting into the backfield. And they were they had so many tackles for loss in this game. I think Golston had two. Nixon had one and a half. But there were several guys that had one or a half, one and a half. I mean, so many guys. It's just a team defense concept where everybody is swarming the ball. And I don't know... that. This team just really seems to gel on that defense. Also, the takeaways, you know, winning that battle 4-1. to one, uh, Davion Nixon, again, he had the batted ball that Golston got an interception on. And then his big interception in forcing two fumbles. So, really think that this team is, is really coming together and at a great time now. Starting 0-2, now 3-2. Nebraska coming to town this coming week. Um, Nebraska is coming off a really disappointing loss to the Illini, fighting the Illini. And I don't think anybody really expected that to happen. Illinois is not very good, and it was at Lincoln. And the Cornhuskers were behind pretty much the whole game and just couldn't get it done. I think they may have scored a touchdown at the end that made it look a little bit better than it was, but things just do not seem to be good in Lincoln. And I'll do a little recap or a little uh, preview of that game later this week. But I think the Hawkeyes <laughs> are looking forward to that game. So, uh, Kirk Ferentz got win number 100 on Saturday. And such an impressive feat. He's a great coach. He's been a great Hawkeye, great for the community and the school. And just such a good coach. He and Hayden Fry, man, the longevity that they've had at Iowa has been really a special thing. And only four other coaches have won 100 Big Ten games. And I believe it's Woody Hayes, Bo Schembechler, Amos Alonzo Stagg, and Kirk Ferentz now. So really impressive feat for him and to be, you know, be named along with those guys. It's, it's really cool. So go Hawks, and we'll be talking again soon. Beat the Cornhuskers.